welcome to the Heavy Pages podcast, a space for women struggling with an unwanted separation or divorce. I'm Josie, your host, a separation survival coach, creator of the From Devastated to Divorce program, a mother of two, and a survivor of my own unwanted separation and divorce. My mission is to help you avoid some of the pitfalls that extended my journey of growth and healing and to provide you with tips and tools that will help get you to a place of acceptance and empowerment. Because sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode, another journal entry episode. Thanks so much for following along. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you reaching out to me and giving me your thoughts on this convoluted relationship, or I don't even know what word I should use to call it, but this whole thing that's been going on with Mario, if you've been following the past, I don't know how many journal entries, but I have a feeling we're getting close to the end. Uh, My fingers are crossed, and I really think we are. Anyway, this entry is a super short one, so even if it's still about him, you won't have to put up with it for very long. So why don't we just get into it? This is for Sunday, December 12th. Okay, so I am, well, I don't know what I am. I just got rid of my personals profile. I have decided that I am done with this crap. I have not heard from Mario all weekend. I made plans and I had a pretty good time. Still, I'm bummed that he did not call. Anyway, I do not plan to call, like I said, and I feel bad about myself. But one thing I was thinking today was that I am sad. And I'm sad because I do not need a man to live, but I do need love. And I'm missing that so much lately. I was feeling down on myself because I feel like I am a needy woman. And the fact is that I'm just so lonely. All weekend, I was like, I hate men. And you know what? That's not right. I will stop saying that. Mario had a life, which is great. I do not need to be down on him just because of that. He is lucky, actually. He's not feeling sad or lonely. Hell, he does not have time to feel that way. Lucky him. I'm not going to make such a big deal about this anymore. I have plans. I'm sad that I need to do them alone, but I can and I will. And I will be excited about my plans. And you know, I will be fine. I'm going to not make any more plans for anything anymore. Just making life happen for me. Well, there it is. Maybe this was it. Maybe I finally recognized, well, I did some internal work and recognized that I'm putting too much pressure on any man, any, any man to fix what's broken within me, to help me feel value, to help me feel loved, you know? And that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody. And I get that. And it's no fun. I, uh, I totally can look from the perspective of the other person that feeling like you have so much responsibility to make the other person happy or fulfilled, that's a lot of pressure. And 
I don't think that Mario understood that that was the type of pressure I was putting on him, but he sure understood that I wanted and was expecting and was looking for a lot of attention. And that was not his personality or that was just not the phase that he was in his life. That's just the reality. Maybe for his next girlfriend or wife or whoever he ended up being with, maybe he never took his eyes off of her. Maybe he never hung up the phone with her. Maybe he called her so much that she dumped him because he was too needy. You just never know. People are in different places at different times and either they connect or they don't. And for me and him, it was not it. I was way too needy at that point in time. And he was totally on the other side of the spectrum. Of course, that's not going to work. It only lasted so long because he was probably too busy to break up with me. He was probably too busy doing whatever he was doing to actually tell me, let's end things. Uh, Or, you know what? He was so busy that he didn't even give me the time of day. He just maybe remembered me when I called him. And so he wasn't even actively worrying about me one way or the other. And I was dealing with my separation, living at my mom's house, going to school, taking care of my son, but I had a lot of free time. I had so much free time that all I could do was think and worry. And unfortunately, what I did with all of a lot of that free time was invested in relationships or focus on men when that was not where my focus needed to be. All of this time worrying about him and what he's doing, I should have been, you know, watching, well, there probably wasn't that much YouTube back then, but you know, reading books, reading and learning about how to heal myself and how to fix myself and taking courses and, and going to the gym more and, and, um, doing more things on my own. I do know that I do so much of this in the future. And I do know that I'm still within months of the breakup because we broke up in March, but I didn't really give up on our marriage, um, as of, then. I mean, this Mario guy was a placeholder for my real issues. This guy, I was around for a couple months, but my ex-husband, who still wasn't my ex-husband at the time, he was just being um, covered up by this current relationship. He's still back there. This journal is mostly about my life and about what I was dealing with him This was an interlude, a short interlude, an annoying interlude, but it's going to bounce back and it's going to be about him because he is the person that I was with for 10 years. He's the person that I was still trying to detach from and detaching in a way where I was trying to bring other people into it to, you know, give me what I lost from him, which was some sort of validation. I don't even know if he was giving me validation, but at least I wasn't alone. And, you know, I could say I was possibly lonely in my relationship, but I wasn't alone. There was a warm body there. If I wanted someone to hold me, kiss me, grab me, whatever, that was there. He he was plenty of opportunity for that. That was not something that was missing. But I don't know if that's what made me not feel alone, if that was enough at that point in time to not make me feel alone. But I appreciate that I'm recognizing that it's not about him or any man and that I don't need a man to survive, that I'm just lonely. And there are ways to fill up your loneliness 
that don't have to include a man. I mean, if you have listened to uh, my program that I created after learning all of this, obviously, um, chapter three is better, stronger, loved you. And that's all about you taking care of yourself, loving yourself, focusing on yourself, building that most important relationship. And when you do that, it's hard to feel lonely. Of course, you're going to be like, well, it would be nice to, you know, maybe have someone to hold hands with. And there are things that obviously you can't do to your, with yourself. Not many, but there are. But the fact of the matter is, is that you are so secure and happy with yourself that you will notice that you, that would be nice in your life, but it's not the be all end all. And you're not sad and depressed about it because you have learned how to visualize a very fulfilling life. Just you, you're in your children, you and your child, you and your friendship group and your family. There are people around you that you don't have to feel lonely. If it's physical and emotional touch, you know, that's one thing, but the feeling of loneliness, I really believe can be taken care of by feeling comfortable being alone, by feeling comfortable being your own best company. And so that's what I needed to learn. And I do learn that because I do remember that I have plenty of great years of just myself and my son having a fun time, living life, traveling, visiting, not having to answer to anybody else and having a really good life together without any man in our lives. It's a great time. I remember that time. It happens. It's there. I just was fighting so hard against it that I was making my life miserable before I could accept getting to that spot. So I am glad that I am recognizing this. I hope that it sticks. I'm glad that I removed my profile, my dating profile, that I'm like, no, you know, focusing on finding somebody is detrimental to my moving forward and to my emotional well-being. And so I'm glad that I can see that here and I'm glad that I can, you know, mention that, that I... The past me is kind of listening or feeling or understanding what future me already knows. Now, will it stick? We don't know. We'll have to keep listening and watching and finding out. I can tell you, I don't marry Mario. And so uh, in that aspect, he doesn't last. But how much longer he lasts, we will see. And with that, I thank you again for listening, for putting up with me and my crazy journal entries and... Hopefully you are learning from my missteps and I can save you from some of the pain, some of the confusion, some of the heartache, some of the self-doubt and save you some of the delays in your own healing journey. And with that, I'll leave you and I will catch you on the next one. Bye for now. that's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can always find me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. And if you found this episode interesting, please consider clicking on that five-star rating and following so you are notified when the next episode drops. As always, thank you for listening. And remember, sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone.